yeah, I, I guess we'll just record because we're, I mean, up against the clock. Ricky, um, yeah. real sorry, he's usually here for these. Is he always this late? He's a bit, I uh, no, I think, I don't know. Since since he became tag team champion, he's just been a bit sort of like long to respond to texts and just sort of... I've noticed he's, he's stopped talking to me. He's Wait. doing a lot of partying. He's doing a lot of, self, you know, he's he's living that champ life. Does, he, he's, does he still hang out with you? Yeah, I mean, no, I, mean, I saw him at the, at the Who show and... But other than that, uh, no, not, not, hasn't been much else. I noticed he didn't shake my hand. I, I oh, you didn't, didn't shake like, my hand? No, not at all. Oh, man. It just breezed right past me. So I felt really awkward about that. Well, look, do you want to do the dates with me? And then maybe he'll, he'll just get here and jump in when he does. So. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try, but it's still in Fudge's spot. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll try and do it. All right. Well, look, I'll kick it off with... Hey, uh, listener, this is where I listed off the details for Rock and Roll Wrestling Next Level. Turns out that has been postponed due to Booker T needing to fulfill commitments with Monday Night Raw. Uh, the new date is still TBD, but we will keep you up to date as soon as we find out. Well, I guess Cheers. the weekend after is Newcastle Pro 58. That's the 29th. Uh, that's at the Charlestown Bowling Club. Doors at 6.30. Tickets and information, I guess, will be at newcastleprowrestling.com.au. Good. Uh, now, the Wrestling Go dates... Um Oh well, uh, have that you got one, that yourself? Because I I don't have that here on our website. I got to do some website updates. So. Well, that one's uh, the sixth of May at uh, Marion Community Centre. Uh, you can see uh, Conquer yourself. I'm not too sure if I just want to be there. On yeah, Facebook.com/slash/WrestlingGo. I thought they had their own website. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of guess that's all we got, other than the upcoming tryouts that we have. Mm. So the Newcastle Pro Wrestling uh, School, the House of Free Fighting is what it's called. Their tryouts are, of course, on the 12th of June. Uh, that is going to be located at the House of Free Fighting that the house show took place the other night at. You were there. Yeah, we had definitely a fun night. That was, really it. Fun. Uh, that was in Gateshead. So come on down if you're ever wanting to uh, get in the ring, I guess. Come on down to the House of Free Fighting. So Definitely recommend. Hey, guys. Sorry. I... I- is it? I, I think it's... Uh, I'm oh, terribly sorry I'm late. I can do the dates. Okay, let's start. Let's, let's get the ball rolling. Oh, Ricky and I just did the dates, so you um, don't need to... It's all right. You do. Sorry. Yeah. Just... You did the dates without me? Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. We we didn't have, like, the printouts that you normally have, so it was a little... Like, we just had to look off the little computer here and stuff, but... Um, you, you started the show without me? I hope you don't you mind. It's... Are you going to take your shades off, or is... It's, it's sunny outside. Why'd you bring oh, your I belt? guess it is. Why would you do this? I feel so betrayed. I can just. This show's already started. I can just press stop and we can just start it again. Or... No! Are you sure you didn't already We're... record this part without me? No, we didn't do this part without you. You still need me around? Yeah, yeah. This is still Conco and the Fudge. Okay. Not Conco and the South. You don't want to rename the show? No, no, no. I'm We're feeling good. a bit salty here, but because I'm professional, I'm going to put my bitter feelings aside and we're going to move on to the show. Hey, the right. saltiness, leave that to me. You're supposed to be the sweet one. I am the sweet one. That's okay. Let's. We can do this show. We can. Yeah. No, I'm keen. Leave the savory I'm still stuff to me, but I'm glad you're excited. It's going to be a good episode. A good episode of what, Big Fudge? It's going to be a good episode of... Punko... And a Fudge... Happy Easter for yesterday. Oh, and to you too. Did you all eat all the chocolate? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I would be very offended if you did. It's technically like... If I ate all of it? I am a chocolate. 
Yeah, technically. Yeah, I, yeah. People yeah. ask biologically. Me, yeah, people ask me at the Who Show night before. Are you gonna eat lots of chocolate tomorrow? I'm like, no, I'm not a cannibal. And yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you're not an advocate for cannibalism. No. Um, no. Yeah, I had a nice Easter. I um, still buy my chocolate bars though because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, I found myself eating a lot of turkey with the family. I don't like turkey because to me, turkey tastes like a chicken fucked a pig, and that's like the off. That's like the offspring. I don't see the big uh, deal with turkey compared to chicken. Chicken's way better. Oh yeah, superior bird. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, I uh, I don't think that turkey wings are as good as chicken wings. No, not at all. They're gigantic. I'll tell you how I did spend my evening last night uh, for Easter. It was late and all my family had gone to bed. So I thought, okay, I'm going to watch a horror this is movie. A story you want- okay. <laughs> so I put on... This is a story you want to tell us? <laughs> yeah. I put on The Conjuring 2. The Conjuring 2? Yeah. The sequel to The Conjuring 1. But have I don't you, believe it's called... Have you seen called- number one? I have seen Conjuring 1. It's- okay. So you would have been caught up on... Worse. Yeah. It scared me good the first time. I thought, okay, it's like fucking 11.30 at night and I'm going to turn all the lights off and watch this for whatever reason. Yes. Uh, put it on and it was like this mad suspenseful scene where it's really eerie and it's building up to a big jump scare. And I hear like this loud fucking bang come from my kitchen and scared the fuck out of me. And the reason why the noise happened was because my cat was asleep on a box... And then the box imploded under its weight just right before this like jump scare scene. And then that scared me. But then I had like this moment of time where you hear like this big bang, you have like this rational thought where a million like thoughts go through your head in one second. I was like, did someone just break into my house? Is there a monster in my house? Someone in my house? Is someone gonna kill me? How often do you have monsters in your house, Big Fudge? Uh, Very irregularly, but (laughs) it was just one of those moments where the kind Everything, of turn into the capturing. Yeah. <laughs> Everything seemed rational though. I was like, I'm going to have to fend off some person that's fucking broken to my house. And I definitely can't do it in hand-to-hand combat because I'll have like a knife or a machete or an axe or like blade fingers like Freddy Krueger. So I'm like looking around for a second for like shit I can use as a weapon. So I see like this, this footstool near me, which is made of like wood. So I'm like, okay, I can use that. I can probably like throw that at them. And then I've got no more ammunition. So then I'm going to be dead after that. Ammunition. <laughs> And then I, I just got up and I was like, oh, it was just my cat. So that's, that's my story. That's how I spent my Easter. Getting spooked by cats. Yeah. I, I would like to don the name if people would happily call me it, uh, the Teddy Heart of Australian Wrestling. Because I do have quite a collection of cats. Oh, I oh, that's right. Sorry. For some reason in my head, I went to Teddy Long when you said Teddy Heart. No. I was like, does Teddy Long have a lot of cats? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, they, okay. Tag team uh, matches, player. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I hope uh, I hope listener who's listening to us right now. I hope you had a good Easter. Um, Let's not ramble on too much, Conco. I no. hear a familiar tune coming into the room. Yeah, me too. There it is. The door is wide open, and it's that familiar it's table. You left it open when you came in. I was a bit late, admittedly. I thought I had to. The table was out there before you were. It, ready to get. I, it was here. I saw it as I walked in. Uh, it made call time. That's okay. Yeah, but here it is. Here it is. It's the gimmick <laughs> table. Look at all this stuff we have on this table today, Conco. This is very exciting. We've oh, got, uh, there's so much. Um, 
I mean, have, you mentioned your chocolate bars. We have chocolate bars, but not only that, because the chocolate factory is open for business. We've recently uh, announced uh, Fudge Floss, which is very exciting. Uh, that looked very good. The Fudge uh, Swole Pops. So, some exciting new items from the chocolate factory available at shows near you that I'll be performing at. But I'm not here to plug my own stuff. You've got your own little bits and pieces, Conco. Bits and pieces is literally, that's a great way to put it because it's down to the bits and pieces. It's those two weightlifting belts that don't seem to be uh, selling as, as well as the others. Nothing wrong with them. Just, uh, I think everybody who wanted a belt, maybe I've met demand, but uh, uh, the supply is two more than, uh, than usual. So maybe I'll have to branch out into new territories. Uh, but yeah, the belts, uh, there's a couple there, some t-shirts, of course, uh, hopefully some new ones soon. And of course, stuff that has both of our, uh, images on it. Yes. You can get those at conquerthefudge.com. It's our website, by the way. You're probably listening to this very show through there. To the store section there. There's, so there's, uh, there's t-shirts, buttons, pictures, posters, DVDs. Icebots.com. No, uh, so phone cases, baby onesies, I beat you to it. My Big favorite. Uh, graphic tees, singlets, uh, pants. There's even more on the, uh, on the Redbubble than there is on our website. I only have a few uh, examples. Exactly. But if you go to Redbubble, there's a Redbubble app you can get. If you download the Redbubble app and you just search Conco and just and fudge, that's all you need. You don't need to worry about the and the... Just Think search. of all the time you could save. You'll save so much time if you have just the red by typing app. those three letters, or potentially typing one letter, and then you know how like you get like the uh, the pre uh, yeah, it gets like the preemptive the, pr- the predictive like, the word yeah. yeah. It's like do you th- do you mean con concave? Do you mean candid in the page? <laughs> candid in the page. Yeah. Do you is that what you mean? But those you can get at Redbubble. <laughs> what uh, else, Big Fudge? Nostalgia now, of course. They're our friends. They're the best. They're, uh, we have a look at what they have on their website. We've never done this before. We haven't, but we've got the computer right here in front of us. It makes sense to... The summer's end sale is on now, uh, but of course, we've got, some, we've got a lot of comics. They're, of course, the place to go to if you like comics, if you collect comics. Yes. If you read comics. Yes. Some collect don't read. But uh, they're just nice to look at. Yeah. Maybe you're either of those. Hit us at Nostalgia Now. NostalgiaNow.com.au. Or wherever they're going to be doing their stuff. On their calendar, they have a calendar section. It tells you exactly where they're going to be coming up January, February, around. March, April. Making oh, towns. Yeah, it's exactly what they're doing. They're on the road, Nostalgia Now, big fudge. Nostalgia Now, the middleman for all your nerdy needs, as I always say. But bargain pest control. Happily to oblige of all your pest termination needs. Tell you what, Big Fudge, little story, little side story here. Yeah. About a weekend ago, had a knock on that very door. There was a little Mexican gentleman who was uh, who I'd forgotten. They said was going to be coming around and doing pest control on all of the units in this complex, and it was extremely inconvenient. My he goodness. was. He, he, I don't know how great a job he did, and he was. Uh, I, I wish that I had had bargain pest control instead of Jose or whatever his name was. I don't know. Extremely racist of me just to think of the first Mexican. I don't think he did a very good job, Conco. He didn't. In fact, I went in your kitchen before and I saw some cockroaches claw- crawling around the place. So that's, that's a flat-out lie, but. That's- <laughs> 
I'm just trying part to get, of the plug. I get I'm it. I'm trying to give bargain pest control <laughs> yeah. a good rub. It is. I wish it was bargain pest control instead of that guy, whoever he was. But hey, if you want the most affordable prices for termination of all your pests, very pesty, annoying insects, bugs. Get rid of them. Creepy, crawly creatures. I can't even stand to hear about them, Fudge. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they. I can just see how, how the sour look on your face right now. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But as of course, uh, facebookcom slash control for your hookup. <laughs> for all your hookups? No, like uh, your hookups in terms of like taking out those bugs you don't want in your house. Because who wants bugs in their house? Man, take them out. Yeah, take them. Take, take, not to take, dinner. Take them down. Like, and do your stuff. Yes. Uh, while you're on the Facebook machine, of course, go into that search engine of yours. Type in Australian Indie Wrestling. Give them a like. Check out their page. See what shows are happening in your local area. All the latest news information updates of the Australian independent scene, of course, on Australian Indie Wrestling. That's correct. Uh, if you're on the Facebook, of course, we have our social medias, and they're also on our website, ConcreteTheFudge.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Strong Concrete and Instagram at Dave Concrete. Big Fudge, you got a couple yourself. I'm at Facebook. I was going for Fudgebook there for a second. I'm at, I'm at Fudgebook and Instagram. So shameless self-promoter, this guy. <laughs> Both at Fudge Packing Machine. Actually, that was the other thing I heard since becoming champion. You were going to be launching your own social network. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the works. So I thought that's what you were referring to. With yeah. Oh, I let it out of the bag too soon. Oh, well. Keep it on DL, listeners. Yes. So, uh, but Fudge, he's been very, very polite this whole he time. He has, yeah. As the table rolls out. There it goes. Uh, we've listeners have heard him already. If they've listened straight from the beginning, they would have. Uh, you heard him in our intro during the, the plug plugs at the start. His lovely voice. Uh, but if it's it's our guest this episode is Ricky South. Hello. I'm sorry. I just didn't want to interrupt the uh, quality banter between the two of you. That's okay. Wonderful. It's very polite of you to now realize your place in this podcast. Also, I think that's the first time anybody's called our show quality. Or mentioned the words quality banter to do with this show But the, thank you Ricky Oh it's wonderful The plugs for bargain pest control are definitely getting like progressively worse Every time we do an episode Oh definitely <laughs> yeah I think this uh, Yeah this one's very A little bit by the seat of our pants But yeah uh, We've okay. never done this before Going Like we usually have a We'll be right back And then we go into the guest <laughs> makes it incredibly easy for me but editing wise this, I know this, this week's <laughs> I feel it's just like smooth flowing like it, it's it, flo- yeah. it flows well I think so so we're here with Ricky South who's all about lipstick and lariats lipsticks oh that, that's that should a be t-shirt. like a t-shirt that could be a t-shirt that's a t-shirt idea that's, see just when you said that I thought oh they've been talking t-shirts no oh, but no that lipsticks that was, and lariats yeah that's Ooh. a good one Wow. Uh, my uh, first thought was uh, Mr. Concrete uh, shared on Facebook um, uh, a slogan which I really liked. It was basically the Buff Bagwell slogan, but it was just... Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was, oh, what was... Um, so he's tough, he's the stuff, uh, and the boys just can't get enough. enough. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, all these slogans. So I want to talk to you about lipsticks and lariats first. All right. First of all, whenever you put this lipstick on, mm-hmm. it's like your pre-match ritual. Mm-hmm. But then you can't get it off your face for like hours afterwards and we'll be walking around the show afterwards and 
You look like right. you know, like a, a girl who's hit the town and she tries to use her makeup wipes, but then she can't get all the makeup off, and then she's still got half her face covered in makeup the next day. Yeah, I, are you talking about anyone in particular, Fudge? Or uh, a just... few ex-girlfriends, probably. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Well, all right. I would presume like a lot of this makeup stuff costs like a fair bit of money. I can't afford to like invest in makeup wipes. If it doesn't come off with just like paper towels or just my hand, it's going to stay on the whole time. I've had people like point out at the shows that I still have lipstick on and just... You do? Well, I go to bed with it. I go to bed with it on because like I have no makeup wipes. I can't wipe it off. So it's just got to stay on. It's a solid commitment. It's just me being lazy. That's really what it is. And uh, for all pretty mean Larry, if I may say so myself... Uh, that all comes from just my admiration for, like, Japanese yeah, sort of I, wrestling. Yeah, I've noticed you're a bit of a fan. Maybe Japanese wrestling. Japanese yes. wrestling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not Japanese people who have lariats. Oh, well, both, as you can see by my shirt. Oh, you're wearing yeah. a Masawa shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a Masawa shirt. No, That's a red bubble, yes? Yep, oh, very much a red bubble. But, um, yeah, I adopted my uh, finishing move after this man that I've now done the down south driver. So, very like spin-off, which you used to fucking murder Nick Crowley at the Who show. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Standing backstage, I let up a high-pitched girly scream. I'm not sure if the audience could hear it. They probably could because there's only like a curtain separating us from uh, the rest of the venue. Yes. So, did did it look brutal? It, it looked like he you, you murdered him. Good. Yeah. I like. I think I murdered him with like three stiff lariats yeah. as well <laughs> but like it just in the heat of the moment I just people have panic headlocks so I have panic did you guys lariats. find that, uh, that that who show by the way just that was probably the highest uh, drawing hoose we'd uh, yeah it was ridiculous it was a, I thought it was going to be a flop because it was the night before Easter yeah. but then a few people came out to party because I guess oh. the BYO thing is a draw it was a really good atmosphere like yeah. Yeah. B- better than the other ones I've experienced and packed house yeah, of free fighting. We tried to do uh, <laughs> this Mexican wave spot that involved the audience, uh, which involved like uh, me grabbing a knuckle lock with one of the members of Juan, and then uh, Jude grabbing the other hand in a knuckle lock, and then connecting to the audience. But he happened to uh, grab like a, a member of the audience's hand in the first row, but then the whole fr- first row was just old people, like senior citizens. So they just couldn't give a fuck and they didn't want to participate at all. So we had like the least enthusiastic Mexican first wave time. I've seen in my entire life. Did well, uh, Fudge ever tell you about the, um, well, kind of, it happened uh, two days ago. Uh, he has heat with um, two fans who were at the house show because uh, didn't you dive on them? Uh, PWA. I did, yeah. During the PWA uh, tag title match, I went to do a crossbody to the outside, and uh, there wasn't any crowd control there to sort of separate me from the audience or tell the crowd to back up or anything. So, on social Jordan and uh, Instagram, caught majority of my fall, but unfortunately, because I'm a super heavyweight, it happened to just push back a little into the front row, and I took out three members of the audience. Damn. And I was, I felt horrible afterwards. I felt really guilty. I mean, it's at least like the one positive I'm finding in this is that there's fans willing to travel from, uh, you know, the from Rudy Hill. Yes. And also to Newcastle, which is a, you know, I mean, obviously we expect that of ourselves, but not so much the fans. And it's dedicated. 
extremely dedicated I've noticed a lot more lately a few fans that like I mentioned the last podcast where we have the weird kayfabe vortex where everyone's sort of paying attention to everything now and yeah yeah people are getting around watching all these different types of shows which is cool support Australian wrestling but I talked to uh, this one one of the people I happened to dive on from the PWA show was a younger fan and he did say about you Ricky South he mentioned you and I think he's probably like, I don't know how old he is. I'm going to guess that maybe he's like eight or nine. I don't know. And he, in reference to my match, he was talking about how upset he was that Juan, though I was a member of Juan Direction. Am I pronouncing that okay? You're not. But that's okay. <laughs> you never do. Uh, so was a member of uh, it's a, it's a soft Juan <laughs> that kept thrusting sexually in, towards him. And that made him really upset. But mm. he was okay with your sexual thrusts, Ricky South. Uh, I don't thrust too much and I like I don't thrust in people's faces yeah so like I, I make note of that his words were I don't like it when that guy from Juan does it but when Ricky does it it's okay because he's different oh that's the word he used to describe you it's an interesting wo- choice yeah, of word so yeah. maybe that you're fan. teaching a younger audience uh, acceptance. acceptance yeah, yeah. it's a good thing Ricky yeah. back mm. to Ricky as he's our guest this episode. Sorry, I did, I did derail, derail us a little with the, with the house tangent. But, oh, it's fun. Um, you know, we're here to, know, to learn more about Ricky, you know. Uh, now, dokey. first you're afraid, you're petrified. Mm. Uh, just Tell us more about I, your uh, journey. Your, uh, involved a big bus on a desert, you know. I was, I was continuing the Priscilla I, Queen of the Desert or I Will Survive. I, I think you have my favorite theme song uh, everyone we wrestle with To be honest mm. And you didn't You wanted to change it as well After your first match You're like You know what I'm a bit over it now Fudge You know I think I want to like, do something different I'm like You're an idiot Why would you want to change it When look, you have the best theme song it, it, it's, it's very lovable And catchy But like I thought like Another one that I thought of Was like grungier Like if anyone's seen Pop Fiction When they bring out the gimp There's like this song Yes on the, yeah. In the soundtrack The like, gimp song The gimp song And I'm like that would be perfect because it's <laughs> grungy and fudge knows what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the game song. Game yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted that, but then um, I play it all the time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh wiser wiser heads prevailed and uh I, I think you know, sticking to it, I will survive. You know what I think it has going for it is that it's got that same sort of uh that, that piano bit at the start that like Bobby Roode's has that just sort of makes mm. you raise your eyes and just like stop in your tracks and go oh hold on now yeah you know my my end goal with this uh, song the main reason why I chose it uh, if we've all seen uh, Grado's Madonna yes. entrance mm. uh, just the vision of a thousand tough Scottish blokes just dancing and singing like Madonna yeah and like that that is what I want just all these people just singing the most feminine song that I can possibly think of. It's kind of an anthem, I guess. You mentioned Priscilla. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of people. Um, which is a good, you know, another Aussie film that, you know, yes. is another sort of great... Of course. Uh, Supporting Aussie films. Yeah. Yeah. I also think there's a market, which you've mentioned to me before, Conco, of like people in the audience, probably like older ladies that would be more excited to hear your theme music as well. Oh, for sure. Well, I, I'm, my mother absolutely loves the song. And when I told her, like, this is what I'm coming out to, she she loved it. Oh, yeah. When well, Max Comic came out to Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty, like, there's definitely 
an older pocket of the audience that were just like, oh, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, if you can have a wrestling show, I think, with a bit of a song variety too, instead of everybody just coming out to metal or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hitting every demographic. Yeah. Exactly. So, Definitely. everyone's included. But it's, I mean, it's all part of the of the, the character package and everything, but... Um, I mean, we'll get to that. Ricky, where did you where did you first see wrestling? Where did it, when did it mesmerize you, captivate you? Where did it uh, uh, pique your interest? Piqued my interest when Shawn Michaels came back into wrestling. So like O two. Oh, okay. After the big injury. After the big injury, came back with uh, Triple H. Like the big match I remember is the one at Royal Rumble, O four, I believe. I'm not too sure Those two had with each other Yeah They yeah. had a, a A last man standing match Oh yeah Yeah, yeah. And When he first came back They had a non-sanctioned match So we won't talk about that Oh the SummerSlam <laughs> one no. it's, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't it never happened. happened No it didn't happen Sanctioned matches I don't give any time uh, <laughs> I'm sorry Sanctioned matches Are the only matches I have time for The non-sanctioned <laughs> I don't I don't They never uh, happened No never I happened. don't Give them the If they're not so. sanctioned They're not worth talking about mm. That's how I That's how I do it that's how it, yeah, but then uh, yeah, just uh, kept going with it, and um, I'm just going to fast forward a little because it's pretty much the same as everyone else's. Uh, then um, I want to get into um, my first uh, training was uh, at uh, AWE. Yes, so, uh, you weren't always Ricky South. We've talked in, to a few guests no. about different characters they've had before they've found themselves, mm. and once upon a time. Your name was Mike Mercy. It was Mike Mercy. Yeah, I was um, in a in a different stage of my life back then, and uh, but my first donned um, uh, character was uh, one called Corruption. Corruption. So, Corruption. I was uh, share uh, uh, the sh- same ground as uh, J T. Robinson because <laughs> he was. Cor- I got told he was Corruption before I was Corruption. Okay. So uh, my the gimmick that you're like a, a cop that is easily bribed or? N- no it's <laughs> the, the gimmick is I think this masked ex-con is like dressed up in like that orange who's even not. easily Jumpsuit. easily yeah, yeah b- uh, bribed mm, yeah <laughs> well and like my debut for AWE happened because like in the first match but uh, like the match was there were two corruptions but no one knew so the first corruption started the match in the ring but I was underneath the ring so halfway through the match, the corruption would feed into the ring, so underneath the ring, and that's when I'd pop up. Right. So it'd be like two corruptions, but it was wonderful because the original corruption was five foot tall, right. and at that point I'm like six foot two, and we're wearing <laughs> different masks. So Different masks is yeah. a big uh, plot yeah. hole in yeah. that. So everyone's time. just like, oh, okay then. They've got this 6'2 guy, this little 5 foot guy. They don't have the same masks. It's all different, but we'll just let it ride. And that was my debut. Height difference is one thing, but the mask being different and the ref fell for it every time? Oh, every time. Well, you like did this switcheroo like three times. <laughs> like, like three, it wasn't just once. It was like three times over. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, so how many matches is, did Corruption slash Mike Mercy sort of... Corruption wrestled uh, one match. Uh, Mike Mercy wrestled three. I was uh, in a number one contendership match for one of those. Wow. Mm. Big shot. Uh, mm. How did you find your time at AWE? Honestly? To summarize it. Enjoyable. Yeah. Really? It was, it was fun. Uh, met 
uh, a lot of good friends who I'm still friends with now and I want to get into this like vivid memories of like people's first meetings like first time I met Conco was at AWE do you, do you remember this Conco? he was uh, a different boy back then mm, first time possibly yeah I think um, I really sounded like a big fat big shot like asshole but like he's a grizzled not, old like, vet he's a grizzled <laughs> yeah. old vet I think it's I don't think that the Mike Mercy sort of stood out to me mm. as oh, definitely not like it just but uh, I mean I definitely you know say in the background now it was um, at the first Menomania Mania you wrestled uh, Mars Mauler ah yes I yeah. remember that show yeah okay I remember watching it I don't know if I did too many it. other AWEs after that uh, you wrestled one with Hunter with oh yeah yeah, Hunter yeah. Hayes. okay and that was it that was the only two that times might have been, yeah. what were your memories of meeting Concrete because, Davidson because I definitely remember Con- like you went, once you started training at PWA and me going like oh yeah I remember that guy from hmm. AWE yeah, it was all pleasant <laughs> you, know, you know it wasn't too much because like in AWE there were like just me and like two other people that were like were in our own little sort of group the training though this was was that at Vulcans? It was it was at Vulcans, but he would also very rarely have um, a training session at a local gymnasium in Belmore. So just doing stuff on mats and gym was mats. Just at Vulcans, or did you train? Did you learn from Vulcan? Both, but like <gasps> because Fudgy's met Vulcan. <laughs> what? I've been wanting to get Vulcan on this show for quite a while. <laughs> Oh, he's a nice guy. But like, whenever we went there, like we went there with uh, oh, I'm gonna, Psychotic, who was the trainer. And like, Psychotic would say one thing, but then John would say something else. So like, John would say, no, you do it this way. And someone's like, no, nope, no, I can't have that. And they just like fight. Clash. Clash, yeah. Different ideals. Different ideals. Like John's like uh, supposedly trained in like uh, WCW. Trained by Dean Malenko. Yeah, trained by like Malenko. And then different sort of training from Sammy and everything so that was what it was not too sure so you had your time at AWE Mm -hmm. what made you decide you wanted to leave AWE and then pursue a different training school okay I'm gonna go into this like just not really corny it goes onto like something that Jack Bonds has posted like a big thing was he posted something on like the Newey Newcastle site uh, saying when you're choosing a school, don't let proximity be the determining factor. Yes. And at that time it was. Because Belmore from when I was living, pretty close. But then I'm like, I saw a um, a rock and roll show down at Nara once. And I'm like, geez, these guys, killer. Really good. And then, then I knew they were like PWA people. So I'm like, there's obviously reason as to why they're this good. So just naturally inquire about the PWA training and then... I know the the article you're referring to, he did it as a blog once. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember where he used to have it. And then I, for fear that he may like remove it or yeah. that that blog platform would just but know, get, get lost, I then hosted it. And you can find it now on the Newcastle Pro training page. Yeah. Like there's a link to it through there. But yeah, I remember, yeah, he talks about... He's heavy on, like, 
what it's the a priorities good, of a training school should be. Yeah, yeah, it's a good read. Anyone out there looking to train, obviously, I, I think should at least read that read. before making the decision. But yeah, I. It's funny. I've met a few guys uh, there. I'm not going to not going to name names or anything, but I remember talking to someone at AWE, and they I think they lived at Strathfield or something, and they were like, mm. oh, you know, eh, Liverpool. It's so far." Well, <laughs> and then when you put it into perspective, it's not that far. Like yeah. it's it's honestly like there are some people who train like at PWA who drive nearly two hours. Yeah, sort of from the central coast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but like it, it's worth it for good training. Yeah, and you know, you're one of the few people that I've seen. Uh, like you were on shows. A lot of people at AWE, they're on. Like they're still. Like they trained of you, they're mm-hmm. still on those shows, and you made a conscious decision. You're like, no, I want to make change, and you started from ground zero again. You started training from mm-hmm. the very bottom, worked your way up, uh, did the tryouts of PWA, mm-hmm. and now you're doing this new character, mm-hmm. and you haven't been doing it for very long, but it's already like bullshit over, and you've reinvented yourself. And I think it says a lot about someone to already mm-hmm. be on show level, on show level somewhere, and then think, oh no, I want. to try and chase something else this isn't for me I know it's for mm-hmm. other people but I want to do well, something different and well, you did you made change oh thank you Mr. Fudge but just just wanted to try something different uh, as AWE was fun and learned a lot it just wasn't what I wanted yeah I wasn't getting enough out of it for the amount of effort I wanted to put in and obviously a place like PWA which is very different from AWE in its style and the way it runs. So some people would go in there thinking, I've already done a bit of training. Why do I have to start from ground zero? But when you get in there, it's something different. So I'm like, oh, why not start from ground zero and then tweak all the uh, things that I need to improve on and, you know, mix and match, do all that. I remember this one of your first training sessions. It was like a Saturday and you'll have another trainee named Daniel. Mm. And the Saturday class at that point was almostly progressive people, but you guys were like a few of uh, the fundamentals guys that came along. And Madison just drilled into you guys for like two or three hours. Headlock takeovers? Just headlock takeovers nonstop. Mm. Yeah. And you guys did it. On each, you guys just practiced headlock takeovers on each other for like fucking two hours straight. And then by the end of it, she's like, yeah, yeah, you guys can do pretty good headlock takeovers now. Like after two hours, like we did it, and then she's like, "Okay, never do it differently. Do that, <laughs> just do that." I'm like, yeah. "Okay." I guess that shows how like picky we are at PWA Academy and how uh, everything is up to perfection. I think oh, yeah. the gra- a great uh, bit of, I suppose, proof or, um, I suppose, example of of the difference is like when Bonza. I think yeah he said only a couple of weeks ago to me he was like had i not known like had i not been told ricky's like story of how he got to where he is now i'd have been assuming i, I would have assumed he'd already been wrestling for three years hmm. but is, that's just a testament to just the trainers at pwa like madison but you're at every class like you you're not like a drop in once a week and then there's nothing wrong to there's people. nothing wrong with it but like that's just some people's lives and, yes. you, yeah. and with work and stuff some people can only get away with once a week but yeah exactly you're like, pretty much there every well, session luckily for me I can work around that and I can squeeze it in and if you like <laughs> 
And like, if if you really want to, you can squeeze it in. But then there are just some <laughs> situations where people just they can't afford. It. They've got work. They've got outside responsibilities. Yeah. Luckily for me, I've don't have. I haven't had a relationship this whole time I've been in wrestling. So that just frees up so much of my time. Just married to the biz. Married to the biz, like a, like a grizzled young vet. Because you've been like, yeah, before you're on shows as well, you're kind of all these shows to help out Ring Crew and stuff. And mm-hmm. the, the extent of how much he helped out in shows, this guy has a fucking battle scar now because you went to Marion <laughs> to help out with Wrestling Go one day. And then uh, the promoter asked him to go on the roof so they could block out the sunlight for the windows. Yeah, the top windows or something. or For better lighting on the videos. Yeah. Oh, so Ricky South gets on the time. top of the roof and then almost falls over the, the roof oh, no, in I, vain I, of Mick Volley falling off like the fucking hell in itself. Sorry, I didn't almost. I did. I did fall over. Have you seen my scar? No, I haven't. I've got a like, scar. It's great for the podcast. But like, I know. you want to know how I got this scar? Like, all down there. Very good. I'm still going to hit up Wrestling Go one day for compensation. <laughs> you should. Yeah. It's, like- it's either that or uh, I appear on their shows. It's either one. <laughs> You got like this really deep scar. I remember that day as well because you were wearing like a fucking white shirt. Oh, and you were just very, like you were just so like nonchalant about this giant weeping cut on your back. It was long. It was, but it wasn't deep. Yeah, that was the thing. Okay, it's just long. Just, just long. long. Wasn't that wide no. either? <laughs> yeah, but not deep. No, not deep at all. But then I'm like, uh, just I'll just like. Get some dead old cream and band-aids and it should be all right. And I thought it'd like heal up like a normal scratch would and just hasn't, nope. hasn't healed up. Pretty sure you've got that scar for life. For now. life. Oh, it looks pretty cool. But I tell you, like I've never been on that roof ever again. Yeah, I don't and blame l- you. And last show, like uh, the promoter of uh, Wrestling Go said, um, we need someone tall. You reckon you can go back up there? I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> not happening. I'm, I'm sorry. You can get me to do anything else. I'm just not doing it. Um, where did... Uh where did tough stuff come from? Um, <laughs> tough stuff came from... All right. Uh, we, <laughs> I think we started calling you Pretty Ricky at training first. It was Pretty Ricky. And then I'm like, uh, Pretty Ricky's a rapper. Like, he's a rapper and so I don't want Pretty Ricky. There's a rapper called Pretty Ricky. There, There is a rapper so. in the US called Pretty Ricky. So, like, he has like a one, like, hit song. So, But um, tough stuff really sort of comes from... Uh, Billy Graham so when he'd cut promos he'd like make a lot of rhymes so like, like he'd be uh, the sensation of the nation the toast of the coast uh, obviously like too sweet to be sour all of that so I'm like the man of the hour the man yeah. of the hour so something that rhymes something that rhymes and I'm just oh, just kept going through something and then I stumbled upon tough stuff because also I'm a fan of uh, hot stuff Eddie Gilbert <laughs> so then I'm like well Hot stuff, and then I'm trying to rhyme or tough stuff, and then but like it's got to spell tough differently. So T U double T U F F. So it came about. It's, tough it's pretty great. I <laughs> I don't know. I just I saw. The, I th- I think just because the first time I saw it was on the trunks, mm. and the whole the whole thing was in front of me. The the trunks, the boots. I was just like. Yes. Well, well like, yeah, yes. <laughs> I haven't like leaked too much of the character out before I um, wrestled my first match with Big Fudge at the uh, Nui Toga party last year. So whatever was seen was a surprise to everyone because mm. I've done training matches at the training academy, but 
nothing in like full gimmick or gear so it was a bit of a surprise to everyone there and now it's all happening now it's all happening now now, now it's just snowballing you did viciously accumulate a new nickname at Rudy Hill uh, hairy legs hairy legs hairy legs. <laughs> uh, hairy legs is like to me very manly okay oh yeah I remember you having a conversation with me as well in one car ride being like should I shave my legs or should I leave them and then I was like to you do you want people to hate you because mm. if you do you shouldn't shave your legs, legs. Yeah, I know. I, and I said to myself like there are some wrestlers who like have like hairy legs and just wear trunks and ugh. just it doesn't look bad it just looks off-putting <laughs> it does yeah but then I, I'm like comfortable. But then I'm like, no, hairy legs. Like, I, for, for my very first match with Fudge, I shaved my legs. Now it's too much of an ordeal because, like, I've it takes got, forever, right? It takes forever, and I, I, and I got to commit to shaving my legs. And I got a bit of hair on it. I know there's some ladies listening to this just being like, "Cam, I don't like we do it." All the, but it's oh. like when you when it's you only really do it once a month. I hate doing mm. it. It's just it takes forever. So I've made the conscious decision to like just give up on it and just embrace it. And and then I think hairy legs like very manly like a hairy chest if I could grow hair on my chest I would but I can't so like if I'll just keep the hair on my legs and just epitomize what it is to be tough yeah tough stuff it's even better because there's no knee pads too so it's just oh, which, which I oh, which people very much dislike yeah which, is this uh, this is other wrestlers or because um, uh, I find that a lot of other wrestlers are, oh, how do you do it how do you do it because for the first two or three Four, four maybe years of concrete didn't mm-hmm. have any knee pads are you feeling it now? no the only reason oh. I put I started wearing them was because Bombshell Bo roused at me and she was just like wear your fucking knee pads it's not worth it <laughs> and I was like yeah she's right actually oh. yeah. oh. and then I just liked the look of them and it was another thing that sort of separated me from other people on television mm. with moustaches who don't wear knee pads yeah <laughs> I mean like it's a bit of the old school look because I do like that old school look, no knee pads and everything. No. You've got the legs to pull it off too. Oh, thank you. But um, I'm also very fidgety. Uh, I've said this to people. Like, One thing I despise when watching wrestling is just um, people adjusting their gear when they're doing something. So like when they're pulling up their tights or pulling up their pads, it just seems just off-putting. And I know I'd be that type of person. So I just wouldn't wear it. That's why I just stick to boots and trunks. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah the less you wear, the less you have to worry about. Well, exactly. Like when I when I pack my bag, it's just boots, trunks. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, you you have to bring nothing with you. Boots and trunks. Because I have like this big fucking work <laughs> duffel bag that looks like I'm trying to like smuggle drugs across the country. Oh, you would have but- easily spent like three times as much on one outfit than he does. Mm, yeah. Because trunks again, like long yeah. tights is more expensive than or yeah. shorts is more expensive. You know, than than just trunks. Trunks are the cheapest. Oh, can go. I, I just got two made. Two new ones. Two new ones. So we can look forward to... Uh, two different sort of styles. Very good. Wow. Yeah. Very mm. exciting. Let's not let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Oh, they're just going to be colourful. Like, like, Ricky not South. not that much spoiler. Uh, if there's one thing we're good at, it's good at keeping cats in bags. <laughs> From a safe... Shut up. ...standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> just cats in bags. Yeah. Uh, Ricky South... Uh, we've been doing a lot of like road trips lately. You've sort of mm-hmm. become like my my food connoisseur. Oh, you yeah. have because I, I don't know if you notice, Conker. I've got a food guy, and it's Ricky. I don't know if you have a food guy. Do you have a food, food guy. guy? I'm a food Explain guy. to me, and I might go. Oh yeah, my food guy is something. No, I want to hear. Tell me what it's, you mean by Ricky's food guy. Ricky's like 
all right, Fudge, this is really good. You got to try this. I'll be like, okay. And I try it and it's just always good. Yeah. So do you, have, do you have a person like that in your life where it's like, hey, Conco, you tried these nachos. They're good nachos. You got to get these nachos in you. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if I actually have a food guy. I, uh, from like a, a health food standpoint, we're like, well, I'm talking like, you know, protein pancakes, okay. mighty muffins, like yeah. like from like supplement stuff. I guess Facebook would be my, you know, you got to try this. Too. Okay, but there's no kind of, you know, See na- nachos. It's not a. Not, sure. not so much it's not thing. a problem see me and Ricky are both fat fucks so Ricky mm. would just be like hey Fudge you tried that uh, pork roll over in Marrickville <laughs> he sounds oh, uh, he sounds exactly like Charles hey, Bronson oh, is it Charles Bronson when he <laughs> says how about some pork rolls yeah. hey Fudge I, <laughs> you try yeah. these nachos <laughs> <laughs> no that's pretty much what I was going for so yeah you put me on to like the best pork roll in Sydney apparently uh, which was near my old place of work but amazing I always thought the pork roll would be disgusting because I had like one or two bags for Experiences of it before. Amazing. <laughs> you had a bad pork roll experience. Yeah, I did. It didn't taste so good. The pork tasted a bit funky. Uh, I think I got a bit sick after my first one, but I, I got back on it. It was Come good. On the train. Like, uh, that's all I can encourage. Like, you got me onto the tofu as well. Tofu. I tried tofu one time. I thought, why the fuck would I ever want to eat tofu? Tofu's good. Have you tried tofu, Conco? No. It, I think it's nice. It's pretty like, nice. I think just because. Nah, I don't know. I just never given it a go. The big one was Fudge and I uh, had a gym session once, and then um, looking for food afterwards. And like right next to my gym is a good sushi bar, and I'm like, "You ever tried ramen?" And Fudge is like, "Nope." And I'm like, "Oh, you got to try ramen. Ramen's amazing. Ramen reigns." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done, done. The big dog. Yeah. yeah. So I just got him onto ramen, and although he wasn't ecstatic about it, like he he enjoyed it. Mm. Although last night uh, I had chicken nuggets, but McDonald's forgot my sweet and sour sauce, so oh. I I had I also got like hotcakes, and they obviously come with the maple syrup. So I just combined the chicken nuggets and the maple syrup. Fudge did not like that; uh, he yeah, was I not a fan. And it wasn't for me. Yeah, you, uh, you were not a fan. No, it was just tasted gross. It was too sweet. Oh, but like here's the thing: like chicken, fried chicken, waffles, and maple syrup is a thing. So yes, uh, that's why I was like, like you know I what? Maybe I'll give some crack. Yeah, they're like yeah. yeah. And then they add a bit of maple syrup to that, and it's delicious. Yeah, and I, I thought it worked. I was open it's to my, it. I hope go to when I'm in the states. Yeah, it's, yeah chicken and waffles. But I put it down to this: Fudge always calls me a um, smelly ethnic. <laughs> You do have a strong <laughs> ethnic smell whenever I pick you up and you get in my car. So, like, I I like to eat anything, and maybe that's because of my ethnicity. Like, I just like a lot of food. I try and... Fudge? No. Fudge is very... Um, if it ain't sweet, it ain't going to go for him. If it's not chocolate, it's not his. Do you have a week? Well, he's, he's, one, talk- he's a one-man sweet. It, yeah. Am. While we're talking about food as well, we had to send off for uh, Instagram the other week. So, at the training academy... Oh, this was funny, yeah. We had, like... Uh, you know, drinks, we did the whole place up, there was balloons, there was all this food that was left over and stuff. And then we cleaned the place up afterwards and the next week we were training, but obviously there was a lot of the alcohol and the food left behind. <laughs> and then we were doing this training session last week and every time Ricky gets out of the ring between like our breaks when we go get some water between what we're doing the training, he goes over, he's eating these fucking corn chips, like loading on up on carbs, like every time. Wow. <laughs> and then it got to the point where Robbie was like... Ricky, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I, 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 
just hungry and peckish and yeah. I didn't have like my meal for the night so I'm like I'll just eat the leftover Doritos I don't know how someone could have an mm. appetite during training are you serious like when we're all working hard and raising a sweat <laughs> like people get hungry yeah and like when people choose to have water I have chips <laughs> yeah. so like you know it's, it's what it is what it is like I, nacho cheese Doritos I'm like you, you I also like Went to town on the uh, Like it was like Deep fried chicken Doritos As well Haven't had them or, I saw the bag there But I was uh, I had oh, good The one. bag is gone Waiting for someone else To open them up But it never happened Yeah oh, The bit. bag is gone Don't worry Yeah I'm trying to be good Trying to trying to not uh, Yeah Well I like A couple of days prior I got onto My Muscle Chef Which is Really good Oh you're on the My Muscle Chef I'm on the train way? But like I forgot to like Make an order So like for that whole week I didn't have it so mm. I just had to make do with anything. So when I didn't have that, I'm like, it's, it's open season. See, I'm lucky because like five minutes up the road here, that mm. direction, that direction. Um, sorry, podcast. I have no idea which way I'm <laughs> pointing. Um, is a supplement store that sells not my Muscle Chef brand, but like a different brand. And they just have a freezer full of them and they work out to be the exact same cost. So if go. ever I have a few days of like, oh, until the next order, I'll go up there. It, it it is so convenient though. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, and I'm, I'm fully sold. I'm sold on them. And I, I, that reminds me, I actually need to make my next order. They yeah. paying you to plug these? No. <laughs> we, but, need to, we need to let them know that we're constantly mentioning them so that we can get like a discount code. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Elliot Sexton has. Uh, I actually used his code. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen dollars off. Yeah. yeah. So it actually works. So me and Ricky hit up the gym before we came here today to this podcast. I can tell you guys looking jacked. Yeah. Well, that's just how I always look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big boy. I was Wait, what did you do in between? You hit the gym, then you went and did something, and then you came <laughs> then you came here. <laughs> oh, no. All the, dis- <laughs> the discontinuation of the story. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, I, I just want to, like, I don't know if you've picked up on this subtle rib I've been doing to you for a while, Ricky. Because this was, we've been, go- we've gone to the gym, like, a few times. Mm-hmm. And every time we go to the gym, I'd message Ricky and he'd be like, what time you want to go? And Ricky would be like, 10 o'clock. I'd be like, all right, let's go at 12. And then he'd be like, he'd be annoyed at that. He'd be like, all right. And then the next time we're going 10 o'clock, I'm like, all right, bud, whatever you say. And I'd hit him up to go to the gym again. And he'd be like, all right, so this time we're going at 10 o'clock. I'm like, how's 11 sound? He's like, okay, next time we're going at 10. And then I think the third time, I don't know if we even went that many times. Maybe I've added in one extra time. Maybe. I remember it was like 10.30. And then you were just so shitty because you really wanted it to be 10 o'clock. You're like, what's half an hour's difference? I'm like, oh, it's true though. Yeah, I was like, you know, 10.30 sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know if you ever picked up on that. I was just doing that to fuck with you. Well, I I'm, ugh, I, I just let that slide because you're driving. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I got I'm, the power. I'm a lazy, if I'm going to swear, I'm a lazy fuck and I don't have my peas. The other time... I, this is like a really stupid rib You probably hear about good ribs Like Oh Red you and pooped in some girl's ba- Duffel I don't even think that's bag. a good rib but Yeah just like it, yeah. yeah uh Really out there ribs I remember one time We were doing like this trip to a Newcastle show And Ricky asked if there was like a space in our car oh. And the car was like full up Space boy. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think you'd ever been to a Newcastle show at that point either Or maybe you've been uh, to one or something One I think it was one Yeah So I basically just made up a trainee that didn't exist Called Tom 
<laughs> and I said that he lived like close to Ricky. Uh, I'm not going to say where you live yeah. for like privacy's sake. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like said a suburb that was in close proximity to Ricky, but not too close. We'd Otherwise, think, I would have given it how away. Would I? Yeah, exactly. And then also it was like, why is there a Newcastle rookie that doesn't train to PWA Academy, but like, <laughs> so close to me? So I made it. So it was sort of close, but not too close. And then I made up this whole backstory for this rookie as to why we haven't seen him at the academy before that his parents were split up, which is why he spent the majority of his time at Newcastle. And I said to Ricky, okay, I know you've never met this guy before, but our car's full up. This guy, Tom, he's really nice. Maybe you can get a ride with him. And Ricky being the nice guy he is, because Ricky's such a nice guy, he can't say no to anything. And he just meets everything you say to say to him with like the uttermost politeness. He's like, yeah, it sounds good. And just like- That's I, what I do though. Right? You got to take people at their face value. Yeah. Because then if they lie, they're the dick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I am definitely the dick you, in this situation. <laughs> yep. And I could just tell getting closer and closer to the day that Ricky was like m- uncomfortable about having to spend like potentially between four to six hours in a car with someone he'd never met before. Tom, well, Tom the Invisible Man Tom the, yeah. yeah And then I revealed to you I think like the day before Or whatever yeah. That there was no Tom I'll, It was I'll, me all along Ricky <laughs> I was just <laughs> That's the rib That's me Ricky The rib is oh. that He didn't exist And oh. you just felt uncomfortable That you were going to have to ride With someone you didn't know Yeah Because no, I just hate that awkward <laughs> Silence yeah, exactly. of just yeah. uh, So uh, What do you do uh, You're in wrestling you... Oh that's cool yeah. well, How long have you been doing that Oh that's cool oh, Okay <laughs> like, I Oh, just, oh, just that awkward small talk would yeah. be so painful for you. Oh. Oh, yeah. I can't go straight into the stuff that we normally talk about yeah. on road trips, like oh. straight off the bat. Like we've got to warm into that. Exactly, stuff. have to ease in. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, we've been uh, talking for a while here. Maybe we should uh, take it home. We have Big Fudge, um, Ricky's sensational guest. Of course, welcome back mm. anytime. Oh, thank you. This went really quick. It did. It was really quick. It was actually fun. Yeah. Really cool. Minimal, minimal editing later, so yay! One of my Conco, yeah. This was so, really yeah. fun. Yeah, you got uh, the social media plugs you want to put out there. All right, I, I don't like plugging, but I will. Um, on, I'm now on Facebook. Um, you just got a hundred likes. The hundredth like was mine. Like I liked, I like my <laughs> oh, own page. Ninety nine, and then you yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you felt. I'm gonna you knock felt it over. So uh, guilty for giving yourself that hundredth like. You popped well, up to me on Facebook <laughs> messages like, "Is it okay if I like my page for the hundredth like? Does that mean I'm a shit person?" I'm like, no. It's like mo- everyone likes their own page. Yeah, no, but like. To be fair, I, it took me a long time to like my own one. Did, you, did it? Yeah. No, but like, I would like that hundredth like to be not me. Okay. You know, like it, it's a more of, organic. Like. More organic. It's a bit of a milestone. So, we'll have some, but anyway, uh, it, I think if you just search up tough T U F F and then stuff R S or all, all like one word, I think yes. you, you'll find me. Uh, tough stuff, Ricky South, and on Instagram as well. So just tough T U F F stuff. R-S all one mode. That's where I'm at. Thank you very much, Ricky Self. Thank you. And that's it. We're not going to be right back. No. Uh, What's that mean? I don't don't think we need to wrap it up. That's it. This is the end of the episode? (laughs) This is it. I think this is it. This is so weird. (laughs) It is weird, right? I don't know what to do with myself. Well, grab your glass, big fudge. (laughs) Okay. There's the three of us. Oh, can I join you? You can do this. Pick oh, up your Moscato, Ricky. Oh, thank you. I just want to mention um, 
Concrete always puts in amazing Seinfeld references. Oh. Like your last uh, episode where you mentioned the urban sombrero. <laughs> I hope so many people understood that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was we didn't wonderful. even talk about it, Seinfeld. Do we want to... <laughs> talk more about Seinfeld? We can do a whole Seinfeld episode. Oh... I we, really maybe, like we that are idea. three big Seinfeld fans. Maybe here. that's for another episode. I really <laughs> like the idea of the three of us just having a big Seinfeld episode. Oh. <laughs> I oh, think please. this has potential to exist one day. It's a shame that we didn't do it as num- as episode seven. Oh. <laughs> seven <laughs> soda. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of any Seinfeld numbers that maybe come after 19. But oh, uh, God. Yeah, I'm so sure someone. That's it. That's what I should have said. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's raise the glasses, gentlemen. Let's do this. Yes. And here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here's to feeling good. Here is to feeling good. All All the time. time. 